Welcome to the Insurance Producers Podcast, where we bring you the top personalized producers, insurance agents, and industry partners, giving you at least three takeaways to 10x your production and build your multi-million dollar revenue books. So sit back, relax, and become inspired by the success stories and strategies of the world's top insurance minds. Let's roll. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Insurance Producers Podcast. I am your host, Cyrus Jaffrey. It is a pleasure to be with you guys in this fine, cold day from Omaha, Nebraska. Um, today will probably be um, one of the best episodes, honestly, we have ever done. Um, and the biggest reason being is because we have one of our own, uh, Tara Bailey, on the call. What's up, Tara? Hi. <laughs> she doesn't say a lot, guys, so we're going to have to get some stuff out of her. But I wanted her on the call because she has been in the industry for 13 years. Right, Tara? Yep, I have. 13 years. Um, Ten of it was, was, was with Geico. Uh, three of it is with is with us on the independent channel. And she is doing some things, man, that um, I've never seen a producer do. Um, and I don't think there's going to be many producers in the country that are that are putting up numbers like Tara has, uh, bringing up the positive attitude, keeping up with the culture, um, and then just being an, an amazing asset to our team. So many different good qualities for Tara. But um, I will say this, um, if, there, if anybody um, in the country that can do what Tara does, every insurance agency in the country would hire you uh, in a heartbeat. So I hope you guys take some good lessons from this from this call. Just to kind of let you guys know, we'll go into numbers, but uh, so far it's been about 10 months. Tara's about 1.4 million in premium, 1.4069 from what I just saw. And uh, in 10 months, so about 140K a month is is kind of been her production. Uh, last year, she ended up with about 1.3 in premium, and uh, the year before, it was about 700,000 in seven months. Uh, she, she's escalated in the last three years, and she's been doing this with Geico for a long time as well. So I'll stop right there, uh, and it's all personal lines uh, for, for Tara. She doesn't do any commercial, um, all personal lines, real estate, mortgage referrals uh, that gets over to our agency. So with that being said, I will uh, get to Tara here. So Tara, Bailey, take us back uh, 13 years ago, got into the industry, how you got into it, and um, how are things going right now? Yeah. So I used to wait tables, and I had a gentleman who was my regular. He came in every day, and he said, you should come work for me. Took him about seven months to get me to move over to insurance, but it was the best decision I've ever made. I really like it, and I started working for him in 2011, and then I started working for you in 2021. 2021. So, Tara, why? So, 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 Geico. We'll ask about Geico and some of the some of the stuff that they do. But what was the reason you left Geico to come on the come on to the independent channel? Um, because it was it was more corporate than it was family driven and I just really like it to be family driven more so and friends driven than to be more corporate and have to 
do everything by the book every single day of your life. Yeah. Um, honestly, I feel bad for that guy <laughs> who, um, uh, who let you go, who didn't, who didn't treat you how you wanted to be treated. And, um, because man, you're one of the best, uh, employees we've ever had. So we are very thankful to have you on our team. And okay. So, uh, let's go back to Geico real quick, Tara. Um, you were there for 10 years and, 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 and kind of talk me through it. How did you get your leads and what did that look like on a daily basis? Um, obviously, a lot of call-ins and stuff. You didn't have to do a ton of cold calls out, I'm assuming. But yeah, can you share a little bit about what you did at Geico and how that went and uh, and what kind of production you had as well, if you could? Yeah, so, um, so a day-to-day would look like at Geico. Basically, we get a lot of call-ins, but we also had internet leads that went online and did a quote. And then that, them are the only people that we had to call. Um, obviously we only had one company to quote through, so it was three minute quote, yes or no. And it was bound. So in my premium, I probably sold maybe 25 to 30,000 a week. Okay. 25 to 30,000 a week. Lots of, um, you need to get them done right now kind of thing, right? Get quick home. I'm assuming a lot of auto quotes. A lot of auto quotes. Um, Just a very few quotes. very few home courts. So what is that? Um, Cause you had to close them on that first call. I'm assuming because like once they kind of hang up, they're going to be obviously um, harder to get him back on the line. So like, what did that, what was that conversation like? Like, cause you're like, okay, you have them on the line. You probably have three minutes with them. They've already seen the rates because your technology at Geico is incredible. Right. What, yep. what did that look like? What, 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 what can you maybe just go through like, okay, within three minutes, I got to get a yes or a no. But so there was no relationship piece of it, right? Because it was just pretty much price driven. Yes, most definitely. It was definitely price driven. So you just did whatever you could until they told you absolutely not and hung up on you. Yeah. So I'm assuming you got the call, The person you tell the person, hey, you did the quote. You just went online, got the quote done. Are you asking them what they're paying right now? Are you asking them? Why are they why why are they looking for insurance? What did that kind of the verbiage look like? Yeah, so basically we just went over the coverages and I asked them what they currently had, and then um, and then I would ask them what they currently are paying and just how competitive we were opposed to what they were currently paying. And if they were like, "Yeah, you're ten dollars cheaper," but I I got to go shop around, I'll call you back. Did you have like a rebuttal to say like, "No, you got to close now because here are the reasons why it will benefit you." Um, I'm, I mean, sometimes I would go about it just saying, you know, if we set this policy up and you do find something less expensive, we can always flat cancel it. Got it. Got it. Perfect. Um, what was, what were some good things about Geico? Geico is great. There's a lot of insurance agents that listen to this that probably work for Geico as well. What are some, what are some good things at Geico? I mean, they obviously had a brand and all that stuff, but what are maybe some of your things that you liked about Geico? Um, the benefits, vacation hours. I'm, my boss was absolutely amazing. John was, he was great. So um, I liked all my coworkers that I worked with. The culture was, was there and it was very fast paced. And I like, I like staying busy and being, being busy rather than just sitting there, not doing anything. That's awesome. Okay. So Tara, so 2021 comes around. I remember you coming into my office and you're like, Hey, 
um, are you hiring? And I was trying to blow you off, to be honest with you, because I'm like, I don't know if we can afford her. Like you told me kind of what you made at Geico. And I was like, man, we're a newer startup. You know, we just started our agency and in, in, in at the end of 2019, it was just one year in, a year and a half in. And, and uh, but you were, but you were persistent, you know, you kind of kept, kept coming back. It's like, Hey, like, just give me a shot. And, uh, but it wasn't because you didn't have the talent or we didn't want to hire you. It was like, I don't know if we could afford her. I, I really can't afford to pay somebody the salary that, um, but the nice part about you was like, you're like, Hey, just give me a chance. Like, let me just prove it to you. And, uh, and man, you have done that times 10. So came on the independent channel. And this year, like I said, on, on the podcast, um, 1.4 million in 10 months, all personal lines, all new business. There's not money rewrites. You're just a new business person. So let's go. Let's go to the day to day really quick. Um, and I think before I do that, I also want to mention one more thing, actually. So 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 we we track at our agency and, and, and Tara, Tara loves this. I'm sure she loves putting all her numbers. She she so we track calls, which is uh, CTEs for us, call text emails, which is communication um, to the to the lead to the lead person who is looking for a quote. Uh, we track how many premiums, how many premiums put in, um, and then we track where four partner touches, uh, which is mortgage officer, real estate agents, and then we track new household quotes. Um, so, so far in ten months for Terra, just so just for the audience for them to understand, there's been twelve hundred and fifty eight CTEs. So those are basically call text emails for people that are looking for home and auto quotes. Um, how many premium? How many people she basically sold to is 575 uh, premium put in. Um, 145 referral partner touches. Those are mortgage officers, real estate agents, referral partner touches. And then new household quotes, 666 new household quotes that she has done. So the total value is 1.4 million at a 1,258 uh, call, text, and email. So for pretty much when we did the math, I believe it was for every call that Tara has made to generate a quote or or sell a policy, Tara brings in revenue to the agency $167, okay? And we track that for every one of our producers in our office to say, hey, like, I want to know every call that you're making, everything, what does that revenue look like for me? What does that revenue look like for you? So at the end of the day, the more calls you make, the more texts you have, the more, the more communication you have to the prospect, you're going to be able to generate more. But we need to track that to be able to know, okay, what does that kind of look like? So we track all of it. And, 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 and Tara, so, so, so going back to you, um, you have a 47% closing percentage. Um, you have obviously 140 million, uh, which is 140,000 a month. I divide that because we divide that into weekly. There's there's some numbers there for you to keep track of. So how how does your day go? I mean, that's a busy day, right? I think we did the math also. You're doing about five quotes per day. So that's kind of 4.9, 4.8 quotes per day. And of those 4.8 quotes, 47 conversion, that gives you about 2.7 households that you're closing and your household closing is about $2,440 is what every household uh, that you brought in home and auto, obviously on a package, most of them, 2440s are your average household premium. So we track all this stuff. So Tara, those are some numbers and I went, I went really fast. Those are the best in our office you're competing with one or two other people that are that are not quite there but their their numbers can probably relate so so what does a person that does five quotes writes 140k in premium a month which is massive 
what's your day-to-day look like from when you come in all the way, do you take breaks, all that stuff? Share a little bit about that. Sure. So I typically get here about eight o'clock every single morning. Um, I come in, check my emails, uh, call anybody back that may be called over the night or text, um, respond to them. And then once I get that completed, which is usually about nine o'clock, we have our nine o'clock meeting. Um, and then I start quoting and then throughout the day, I'll just run the quotes. And then I call my clients as soon as I get their quotes done. I try to get back to them within the same day of taking their information, just because I think that helps. Um, it helps sell, you know, sell the policies. So, and then I typically leave about five, five thirty. Okay. So nothing, nothing extraordinary. Some people are like, well, is she working like 15 hours a day? You're just being very efficient because I know that about you. So like we've got 12 producers that write business in our office and your door's shut. Uh, nobody like we know what Tara's doing. Sometimes it's really even hard to get Tara to our nine o'clock and 1 p.m. We have two calls every every day, nine o'clock, one o'clock. We have people all over the country on the virtual. Some agents are virtual. So we got to get them all on the line at nine o'clock, one o'clock, quick Zoom call, 15 minutes. How are things going? And that's even hard sometimes for Tara because she's just on a roll. You know, like she if if one thing I would I would tell people is you don't really waste any time, Tara. Like that's the one thing I know about you. Like when you work for eight hours, you are working for eight hours at like a hundred percent capacity. That's what I love about you. And that's what I think a lot of people don't understand. You don't sit there, check your phone, Facebook, whatever. How are things going? Texting people, going to the bathroom, spending some time. Like you're legit, like either on the phone, quoting on the computer, closing deals, whatever you're doing, or in meetings with us, which I know how much you love our meetings. Um, but, uh, but it obviously helps. So, 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 so those are some things that I have seen. What has the nine o'clock and the one o'clock, Tara? Does that help you as a producer to say, "Hey, let's come in, see what's going on, see who you're chasing," right? Like, because we have competition, right? Competition is important to you. Do you want to speak on that real quick? Yeah, I actually really love our nine and ones, just because keeps you up to date on what's going on in the insurance biz, and. I'm a very competitive person, so I definitely like when we give our numbers just to see where I'm at. Yeah. And it's usually everybody chasing Tara. Um, And if there are weeks where, you know, like Bobby is right there, you know, with you uh, most of the weeks, or Luis is right there with you, or or Don is right there, Joe, whatever, whoever the producer is chasing you, it kind of gives people... um, something to chase, which if, if, if somebody's in front of me, man, I want to go try to chase them. Right. So it gives you, but how does it, how does it like, so that's one other thing I don't understand is how, how is a person that everybody's chasing get motivated to be able to do the things that you are doing? Because you know, you're probably going to be the number one producer in the office when we go over our numbers on Monday morning. So like, What's inside of you that's driving you to keep doing more and more and more and more versus saying, well, I've already beat everybody by 20K this week. Like I could probably take a little break. Um, My personal goals, I think, Um, you know, we go over, this is my best week yet or my best month ever that I've had since I started working for you. And I guess just on a daily, I'm always trying to beat that. So, and I don't want anybody Mm -hmm. else to come close to me. So I got to make sure I stay up on my game. Has there been a time, um, well, obviously there's been times where, where some other person has beat you 
Um, you've had, you've in, in this industry, man, like it's up and down, right? Like you have a bad week and stuff like that. What do you do, Tara, when you have those bad weeks? Does, do you take it home with you? Uh, does it bother you at night? Keeps you up at night? Or how does that kind of look like? Um, it doesn't. It just makes me just reflect back and see what could have I done better to have a better week and and change it the next week. Just keep on top of it. Tara, what's your what's your favorite thing about the insurance industry? Um, I think I have two favorite things. The independence of it, just how our office is ran. And, you know, if I do need to go take my son to work or I have a doctor's appointment or I have another appointment, I can come and go as I please. As long as my numbers are there, or you see that I'm not just slacking and and doing my job. Um, and then the other thing, just helping families out, save money. And it's the most important piece when you're buying a home to have homeowners insurance and to be able to help them out and get them the best rate and just stay communicative with them as they're my client. I, that's what I like about it the most. Yeah. Um, I just looked at your numbers really quick for the last four weeks. Uh, last week you were at 54,000 in premium, uh, all personal lines. I think we talked about this. Um, the week before you were at 34, then you were at 67 and then you were at 54. Um, and it's been consistently that way. I mean, f since I remember, you've kind of set the bar for other people to say, Hey, like, this is what you could accomplish. And this is obviously how much money, how much money you make. Um, I, does for, for, for somebody, <clears throat> what would be your advice for a producer that is maybe, um, at a, at a, at a 600,000, or we have, we have a couple of producers here that are at 600,000 this year. They would love to get to the million, right? Like now your goal, you'll probably hit, you'll probably hit 1.8, 1 1.7. 1 Maybe pushing two million, that'd be hard, I think, but one point eight million. Um, somebody that's like, hey, at six hundred thousand and they're like, Hey, I would love to be at one million. Like, what does that look like? You know, like in golf, like and you might not understand this maybe because you don't golf as much, but like going from like a five handicap to a one handicap, we know it's like extremely difficult because you gotta be so precise on everything you do. And I almost think like that's the case here. Like going from six hundred thousand to a million, which a lot of producers are in that 400 to 700,000 across the country in personal lines. What do people have to do to go from 600,000 to a million? Maybe give me two or three tips or tricks. Um, spend your time wisely okay. and be motivated. You have to be motivated. You got to want to call 15 people a day and do 15 quotes, you know, however many quotes a day. You just got to be motivated. Yeah. yeah. Got to be motivated. Okay. Can you give us any other one um, that you could think of? Um, I can speak for you because I know you more than anybody. Uh, if you don't have it, I, I can tell you a couple that I think you would. Client reaction or client, when you're communicating with your client, building that relationship with them, I think is very important, especially on that very first call. So they trust you and they know when, when I call them back, I say, hey, this is the rate, this is your coverages. They're not hesitant and don't trust me. So I think building the relationship with the client is very important as well. And how do you do that, Tara? Like you, you're obviously a machine when it comes to this. Uh, there's not a lot of people that can keep up with this, keep up with you. How can you keep that relationship, but at the same time, do this many transactions because to some people they're like, that's impossible. 
You know, like I had a insurance post that just came out, which is why this obviously podcast came about as well. Um, a couple of people were like, no way they're doing a lot of rewrites and they're doing that or this, right? Like, but you're not, you're not, di- you're different, Tara. Like you're not everybody else, right? Like what you do on a daily basis, like you're driven, you're motivated, you're, you've got, you like my father-in-law calls it like the salsa, like you've got the salsa, like you've got something that other people, um, and everybody has the capabilities. It's just, they haven't basically pushed themselves. Uh, they're at the 40% and they haven't pushed themselves to the, to the 80% or 90% of their capabilities because everybody else is at like 40%. They're like, I'll just stick here because this is comfortable, right? So you've made yourself uncomfortable have is what I'm, is what I'm assuming because, because a normal person, honestly, like it's very rare in our industry for personal lines. Now there's a lot of commercial people that would do 1.7, 1.8 million. Any, any thoughts there? Um, I don't, I don't have any, I don't. That's okay. That's okay. Tara Tara doesn't talk a lot. That's why, that's why I talk for her in some of these, some of these, we've had two podcasts here. We've had, we have another one. We've had another one. I think Bobby was on that one as well with you. Um, I think this might be the first one where you're alone. Um, and you have to, you actually have to have to speak, but, um, but, but, but I would say for you, like in those, in those eight hours that you were there, like, okay, in the first hour, I got to do this many calls. Or are you just basically like what the day brings to you? I've got these quotes. And I know one thing about you, you could share on as well. On top of that is when you get a quote, like you always finish that quote from start to finish. Now we have technology, we have automation. For people that don't know what automation is, an embedded insurance piece. So we can get a quote in 45 seconds for clients, their data births, their driver's license, their 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 VIN numbers. Like so we've made it a lot simpler than a lot of other agencies. And if you're interested in automation, uh, we have uh so you can subscribe to that. It's connected to your rater, so it's your own AMS and everything. And you can go to quotamation.com, just get on the wait list and I'll reach out and we can demo you. But um that's a little plug for automation for me, but but, but we've made it a little bit easier because you're using the technology and the technology pulls some of that data. So within 45 seconds, you're kind of like on top of it. So my question to you is, what like do you finish one thing every, cause I, every time and move on to the next? Or do you have like 10 quotes and you're just always overwhelmed and got a lot going on? Like, what does that look like for you? Because mm-hmm. I pretty much always do. Yeah. I, pretty, I do. I, I finish them as they come in in order, but uh, I always have... I would say at least five quotes to do. Yeah. Yep. But you don't do all. So you're not one of those people. And this is probably what differentiates you from other people. And this may be what some people need to do to get to where you are. So you don't just take the five quotes uh, and quote them all at once and have times and place to where you're like, okay, I'm only going to do quotes for the next two to three hours. Then I'm going to call all these people from the, for the next two to three hours. And then I'm going to do this. I'm assuming from what I know, at least is you take one, you handle it, you call them, you close it, you get all the paperwork, you have your account manager, Daisy kind of do some of the other stuff and our VA do all the onboarding and some of the application stuff, whatever. But like you focus on one thing first, you don't overwhelm yourself. I know you have five quotes, but you're focusing on that one quote, finalizing it, finishing it, and then moving on to the next one. That's correct. That is, I think that's pretty important for a lot of people because when I was producing, I've been producing three and a half years, but when I was producing, I had on a board like 46 different quotes I remember one time that, that I had to do. And when you have that many things going on, like you're just like, I, I, I don't even know where to start. 
you're just very, very overwhelmed, right? So I think if you could just focus on little thing, like take one quote at a time, finish it, talk to the client. Um, and, and, and I know another thing that you have done a really good job of that I want to share to people are when somebody calls you for a quote or something like that, like you're getting it done in 10, 20 minutes and you're calling them right back, but you're telling them, hey, I'm going to call you back in 10 to 20 minutes. Are you available? Versus saying, hey, I'll get this done. I'll get back to you in 24 to 48 hours. And then trying to get back to them. They're not answering. You're calling you. They're calling them. You're leaving voicemails. It's just a, it's just a nightmare. You take one, focus on it, close the deal, then move on to the next quote, and then kind of go from there instead of just being all over the place. So, um, Tara, what, um, what piece of advice? We're looking for a couple more pieces of advice. And I know sometimes you don't say a lot, Tara, which is okay. That's why I'm here. I talk a lot uh, because I've watched you for the last three years. So um, uh, I'm pretty sure everything you've learned is from me, but we don't want to go there, of course. Um, but um, my question to you is, what's your advice for the people who are producers? Obviously, this, this podcast is called Insurance Producers Podcast. What's your advice to those people that are maybe newer in the business, right? They're not at the 600000 to a million. They're newer in the business. Like, what can they do? They look at you. They're like, hey, like, I want to be Tara when I grow up or I want to do this, right? Like, what's your advice for people coming new into the industry? Like, you've kind of came to our independent channel. Like, you were Geico, Geico for 10 years. You're now on the independent channel for going on three years, but that's still pretty new. So, like, how are you liking the independent channel? I know you said you already liked them, but what are some advice for the people that are coming in from Captive, Geico, Progressive, State Farm? They're coming on the indie channel. Um, with the transition and everything. Any advice there? Um, it's very overwhelming at first, so don't get overwhelmed. You'll learn it just because there's so many companies and you don't have just one system to work with. You have, you know, 20 plus carriers that you're working with and always just be willing to learn, learn from your peers. Yeah. Learn, learn from yep. your coworkers. That's huge. And, it, uh, and then I think on, what you just said is is pretty incredible. So many different systems and processes. Does does I mean three years ago we didn't have quotation right, so you couldn't quote in forty five seconds. You go to Easy Links and it takes twenty minutes. Bunch of information. How has technology in our office and in general evolved in the last three years? Has is it helping the producers? It, what how do you see technology? I guess uh, moving forward in the in, in the in the insurance channel. Uh, quotation is amazing. It's cut my quoting time in half just because I don't have to, I mean, you still have to go to each carrier and finalize quote, run reports, do all of that. But just being able to see the quotes in less than 45 seconds and see what I'm dealing with and which carriers I think will be most beneficial for the client. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. I absolutely okay. love it. So I think what, um, what the biggest thing from quotation from from what I know you've talked about in our meetings on Monday morning all the time in our team meeting sales meeting is you at least know where to not waste your time with quotation right like it's like okay like right. nationwide is not going to give you a home quote safeco does all these pre-binds right now like we're just not going to play with those two but uh well, it's in the bottom of those six or whatever um encompass got got us got us in home and auto quote but travelers is the best deal cuz it shows you right on the top so I'm assuming that's cut the time for you because it, first of all, it quotes it in 45 minutes. And then on top of it, then you're actually going into the carrier that is, you know, for a fact, there's a 90% chance you're going to probably place that business with that carrier. 
That's correct. So you're not wasting your time on all the other stuff and the drivers and the vehicles and the VIN numbers and all that stuff is pretty accurate. And now that we have TransUnion that given us driver's license numbers and actually pulling MVRs on quotamation, it's going to get to like 99% of exactly which carrier to go to on a home and auto package deal, which is what the carriers are going to like. So I expect you to write 2.5 million next year, Tara. <laughs> Perfect. That just more money, Tara. So you're gonna obviously like it. So, um, for someone, for someone like you, Tara, you are an extraordinary uh, individual, person, friend, uh, one of our leaders in our organization. Obviously, um, how do you perform at such a high level um, and not take some of that stuff home? Like, are you one of those people that like you leave work at work and not take it home, or like, what's that dynamic look like for you? Yeah, most definitely. I think it's very important to leave work at work. When I worked for Geico, um, I worked way more hours than I do here. And I just noticed that taking it home, then the next day, it makes your next day just as bad as the previous day. Because if you just don't leave it behind and you come in with a positive attitude in the morning, then you're not going to have a positive outlook at the end of the day. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That is uh, awesome. Tara, I know you you are an avid traveler just like me, man. I love traveling. I love going all over the all over the world and I'm wearing a Marco Simone Rome Italy shirt right now. This is where I went and played golf, where the Ryder Cup, where USA lost, uh, fun course. And I know you travel all the time as well, everywhere, everywhere that you go. You're one of those people that's like a work hard, play hard mentality. How important is it for people um, and producers in this, in this, in the in the insurance world specifically, um, to focus on their health and wellness? And and with that being said, on top of it, um, health and wellness, a piece of it is taking breaks, taking those vacations, and, and basically rejuvenating yourself. Uh, what would be your suggestion for some producers um, that are maybe not having a hard time with that and just taking work, taking work home and, and, and just not letting it be? Yeah, I mean, in my eyes, it's very important. You have to have your family and vacation time just to get clear your mind, reset yourself. And, you know, I like to do that a couple times a year at least, so. I wouldn't say a couple of times, Tara. Let's be honest here. It's more than a couple. <laughs> this last year was rare. <laughs> no, I want you to do that. I want I, honestly, as a as a, as an agency owner, um, like I'm not into production uh, by any means, but um, we want people to take more vacations. Like in our office, as you know, and this is a suggestion for a lot of agency owners that are listening to this call. Um, you know, like we have virtual people all over, you know, so like we're not here to micromanage people. We have little accountability things that we have set up nine o'clock, one o'clock. We go over our numbers. We keep you accountable. We do all that stuff. Um, but it's one of those things where, hey, like if you are going to get your job done, if you're going to hit your goals that you have set up for you, um, no one's going to care how much time off you have, because at the end of the day, you know, just because you're doing your stuff in five hours versus eight hours of other t other people that are basically on their phones and computers and just wasting time talking, blah blah blah, like that shouldn't that shouldn't be a disadvantage to you because you're working your butt off in those eight hours and other people for whatever reason maybe are not. That shouldn't be a disadvantage. So I think a lot of principals, a lot of agency owners appreciate people like you because they want you to go to those vacations because guess what happens. 
When you go to those vacations, you want to go to those vacations more. And the only way to go to those vacations all the time and spend the kind of time that you want is for you to perform because performance is what brings you money. The money brings you those vacations. So what I'm saying is keep doing what you're doing. Keep going on all those vacations if it's going to bring us more revenue so, uh, to, the, to the agency. Okay, so we kind of have to um, end this, uh, Tara. And uh, I want to ask you last couple of things here, and we will, we will get, you, get you out of here. Uh, one of my questions for you, Tara, is, is this podcast used to be called Win the Day Producers Podcast. And um, I want to know one or maybe two things um, that you uh, do on a daily basis when you come to the office that uh, translates into you winning the day. Get enough sleep, stay focused, and just keep myself busy. That's it. She's going to keep it as simple as possible. Well, everybody, hey, appreciate you guys watching this amazing episode. And we hope you guys got some three nuggets from this episode to help you write more business and do the things that you need to do. So thanks for watching this episode and we will see you next time.